Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All right, fellas, like we practiced. Yeah. Two, three, four. Come on down. Come on down. Hanging with the brothers tonight, yeah. Come on down to the brothers coming place tonight. Alrighty, then I'll have you boys all say a little something. You guys excited for the Indians, old Guardians and the Cavs tonight? Oh, yeah, Guardians. baby. All right, Tooth, can I get a little something from you, you sexy barefoot? Uh, Guardians, more like Tardians. Oh, <laughs> okay. Tied for first place, Tooth. There's a time and a place for first place, and that time is now. Oh, shit. The oh, time yeah, is, is now. Also, oh, it's Cena. <laughs> All righty. Welcome, everyone, to the Brothers Commonplace, a comedy and crime podcast where we cover monsters, murders, mysteries, and more. And before we get into today's, Tooth <laughs> juked me out. He leaned into the mic that didn't say shit. That's why I paused. And before we get into today's episode, which is a case and a request, Ooh. what I want y'all to meet my favorite little guys. Oh, yeah. All right, Timmy, you need it. Uh, what's going on, guys? This is Tim. Spence, can you hit that for me? My friend. Oh, shit. It sounds like you could use some words of wisdom. Already? Hell yeah, right, dude. So- so uh, the brothers have been, dude, we've been busy as fuck, and uh, we haven't, you know, put a podcast out for a while. And I think you guys are thinking, you're thinking, yeah, Kev's got some kids now, too, married and shit. You think we're doing something responsible, but we're fucking not, dude. Uh, we actually came up with this game. And we've just been playing it every single night. The game is first we drive up to Michigan, we grab Andrew. Yeah, I um, mean, we just get fucking hammered, uh-huh. dude. Like hammered. <laughs> we go out on the street and uh we pull our dicks out and we start pissing. <laughs> All of us start pissing. I know what you're thinking now, how's how's that a game? Yeah, that's just an well, average Tuesday night. <laughs> well the rule of the game is you try to piss so hard at the other brother's dick that it blocks their stream of piss. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, dude. <laughs> like Dragon Ball Z. And we call it the Boulevard of Broken Streams. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah, dude. dude. I love that, dude. <laughs> We're God yelling dude. like fucking Vegeta and shit. Oh fuck yeah, dude. Call what me, about me what about I have such a weak flow that you guys give me UTIs every time? <laughs> you have such a weak <laughs> flow. We're like actually worried about you, and we go take you to get your prostate checked. Oh fuck yeah. <laughs> I I have such a weak flow. I machine gun Kelly. <laughs> oh my God, dude, yes. Ah. <sighs> The two streams hit each other. It's like when uh, Harry and Voldemort's wands oh, are like the, yeah, the power like, resisting each other. Hell yeah. Oh, what up, everyone? Hello, Wildcats. Ooh. Shit. I had the Hello, Wildcats button. There it is. <laughs> Hello, Wildcat. <laughs> <laughs> I know how it is. You were on your podcast app. You scrolled through years ago. 
and you saw these these little skeletons, little icon, brothers commonplace, and you thought You were the chosen ones. <laughs> <laughs> you chose the podcast, you started to love it, you started to donate. Listen, here's worth a lot of money. Everything I got's worth a lot of money. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, it, being a a listener of the podcast led to you getting laid and uh, you started getting questions like anyway how is your sex life <laughs> <laughs> but then the podcast stopped coming oh. and you might have started to feel sure did i suffer depression <laughs> <laughs> confused <laughs> <laughs> well everyone i have good news for you <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah we're back, baby. Oh, oh yes. yeah. Yeah, dude. Love Hell it. yes. I love that, Spence. That oh, and this good. is Spence. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. It's Toof. Um, I've been the reason the podcast has been on hold because I've oh, been uh, trying to film a sequel to one of my favorite movies. It's called uh, What's Eating Gilbert Godfrey. <laughs> oh, too. <laughs> Spoiler alert, worms. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ, dude. <sighs> Is there an far, apology dude. or like a fucking Uno reverse card about no, to happen? No, that's just a dude? classic Norm MacDonald joke. I would Damn. say we boot two from the episode. <laughs> two. I love our running joke of any time we've met someone that listens to the show, which has only been a few times. But whenever we do, whatever brother is not with us, we instantly make the joke about kicking them out and letting the new guy on. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> At your wedding, Tooth, we kicked you out so many times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hell, yeah. And it is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. the diamond-handed dirty dog. And uh, my wife's pussy only gets hair growing on one side of it. So every time I go down on her, I feel like I'm French and Tom Selleck. <laughs> oh my god yes <laughs> that's oh, it yeah. yeah that's it guys um i, ha- I was and it also tastes like whiskey all- <laughs> oh man. i was gonna try and make alvin and the chips and monk dvd somehow work but oh, <laughs> it just seemed like too yeah. much work i had one it's which i kind of want to save but i feel like i probably can't use it anyway but it's where like i can only work on one part of a car <laughs> and I started this business. It's just called Only Trans. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. I like that. So it's not welcome in Florida anymore. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. What is that? The, the Don't don't talk. Don't it's say like, gay. It's like don't talk about Bruno, <laughs> but we don't talk about gay people. <laughs> oh, my God. Hell yeah. yeah. Don't say gay, dude. Uh, they add that into so the dumb. D.A.R.E. program. Uh, after that one lady who listened to our podcast and hated it and sent us reviews about it that's what she says don't listen to brothers commonplace (laughs) yeah so um if you are listening to this on spotify go ahead and leave us a five-star review on spotify that's real quick and easy uh that really help us out that'd be cool Mm. all right we're on spotify yeah Oh, you hear that, Joe? We're coming for you in your number one spot. <laughs> oh. They're going to be giving us the big buck soon, mister. That's right. It's all right. So today's Actually, ep- we already signed oh. the deal, too, if it's just that you're not in it. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. You know, I'm glad I didn't take the deal. Oh, the deal. Oh, the deal. <laughs> we used to uh, know a guy who had a little thing he called the deal, too. <laughs> uh, do you want to explain the deal? Yeah, 
I'm just gonna say names too because I don't even care at this point in my life. Oh, we had we knew yeah, a dude named dude. Paramore, and he worked at uh, Wendy's <laughs> with some gay yeah. dude. Wait, and he uh, <laughs> oh my God, dude. <laughs> wow, <laughs> just not even gonna try to hide any of it, huh? I don't oh, even care. Dude, Come at me, Paramore. It's true. I mean, his so name is Paramore. <laughs> hey, Paramore, what's your favorite band? <laughs> It's actually Evanescence. And uh, he, I don't know, like, what they were doing when they worked together. I don't know if it's, like, flirting or, like, exploration of his sexuality. But he, like, he's like, hey, man, how about this? You suck me. I'll suck you. And then the dude sucked him. And he's like, I'll get you back next time. Oh, fuck. The deal, dude. And just kept doing that. And we kept calling it the deal. Even he called it the deal. The fucking deal, dude. Did he ever suck the dude back? Never allegedly Hashtag you never wow. know but yeah he never did and i'm like dude what a greatest one-way deal ever <laughs> eventually <laughs> eventually you got to pay your dues <laughs> right <laughs> hey uh oh shit like excuse like, me while i whip this out fuck yeah <laughs> <laughs> like when other people die and they get 40 virgins he dies and he just has to do 40 times the deal <laughs> <laughs> Every oh, day yeah. for eternity. <laughs> oh, sorry. I'm trying to find something real quick. He has to do the deal to the three dicked uh, goblin from Legend of Neil. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. dude. I'll do that. Dude. I don't sound like a monster, do I? No. No, you sound good. I'm just All trying right. to you find something. I'm sorry. You don't tell you that right now. No, so far you've you haven't said anything bad about Ukraine, so you're not a monster. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We all support Ukraine. We all want Ukraine to have all of our money and do good. That's right. <laughs> okay, I found it, dude. So this all is right. fucking good. All right, are you guys still there? Yeah. Nope. <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay. I was contemplating leaving. So I'm going to play this. I was listening to a podcast, and they were talking about, um, it's like Song Exploder, but I, it's not that one. It's a different one. And they were doing Kelly Clarkson's Because of You. And it's, it's just so fucking funny. There's a part in it where, like, they change the key, but the drummer just fucking goes off, and it's so fucking good. And they keep making jokes of it. And in the podcast, they, like, make their own version of the song, and they keep adding this drum fill in and then making it go up another key. So, yeah, we'll play it for, like, a minute, and then you'll hear where it kicks in. It's great. Uh, okay. Give me a thumbs up if you can hear this. It's like there's like no drums barely in the song, and then you get that, and then it goes up a key. It's so fucking good, dude. It's such a sad song. It's so good. I guess I never uh, really paid attention to the lyric too much, too. What about her talking about how much she played on the safe side of the sidewalk? <laughs> well, it's actually like a fucked up song. Like, it's yeah. not like a good because of you. Um, oh, it's because of her dad molesting her or something. Well, yeah, I'm out. I, I think it's that. I will say, though, what, what the... I forgot she used to be a babe. 
She's mm-hmm. pretty big now. Dude, dude, she's fine as shit. Hey, oh. I ate that Oops. pussy like shrimp rock. <laughs> Wrong one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a huge bitch. All right. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, she used to be uh, fucking banging, dude. She's, yeah, she did. She's hot as fuck in this video. Yeah. When uh, they perform that song live, the drummer guy just has to sit there most of the time. <laughs> yeah, they said, like, in the podcast. He doesn't even show up till halfway through. Yeah, they were like, dude, he was saving it all up for that moment. Or, like, <laughs> he just kind of forgot he was playing. Oh, it's called Punch Up the Jam. Oh, my so, God, yes. That's the only episode I've heard. Um, I saw it mentioned on something. I forget why. But, yeah, dude, it's fucking so good. Uh, but alrighty, let's jump into this episode. This uh-huh. is a request from listener Amber. So thank you so much, Amber, for this request. She actually emailed us just a couple days ago. So I figured out, oh, nice. oh, fuck it, we fuck haven't made an episode Amber. in a while. Let's go well, ahead and do we it. We have email? What's that? S- email, send it off to Zoom. Oh. <laughs> or Z-mail. You call Andrew. <laughs> so if you got a video, give it up. We'll put it on the show. I like how they had, uh, yeah, that was just a great show. I love Zoom. Yeah, I was going to make a joke about, oh, never mind. It ain't worth it. It ain't worth the possible <laughs> hate. <laughs> so, Dude, just well, do it, while, we're, while we're getting hate, why not go for it? I have a challenge to our listeners. Oh, if you yeah. upload a video of you killing our president, I'll what? do the same thing. <laughs> this MAGA country. What are you talking about? <laughs> hey, Tooth, did you say listeners yeah, plural? Negro. That's all you had to say. <laughs> yeah, I think Andrew plays the episode twice. Oh, yeah. Dude, uh, put y'all back in chains. <laughs> Dude, uh, I got like double. Actually, you know what? Keep him alive. I got some super bad news, guys. No, Plankton's not dead, right? Plankton got uh-huh. fired. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, Plankton's fired, and then the um, do you have anything for pain? Oh, that geez. guy, he's oh, uh, man. he's working in a different building now. Oh, okay. oh yeah. fuck! It's, it's a different building. Oh, he's now. already ma- he's already manager. <laughs> so oh the- fuck yeah! Oh god! I saw an old guy at Cracker Barrel with the Trump twenty twenty four hat on, and I don't know why it was so funny because like that's the guy you expect to be at Cracker Barrel. Yeah. But it was yeah. just like, dude, you you already Natural have that habitat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, damn. So, all righty, let's take a trip all the way to the place where some of our most beloved fans are. We're talking about Australia. Ooh. Australia. And this case is to remind you that if the wild animals and bugs and Simon from the Wiggles don't get you, that this motherfucker will. Today, we are talking about Mr. Cruel. Mm. Oh my yes. god, yes. Not to be confused with Mr. Cool Ice. I hope you guys remember <laughs> who that dude is. Uh, Google oh, yeah. him if you don't the remember. Tattoos. Yeah, he's the guy who just has skulls tattooed all over his body and then the words Fuck, yeah. Mr. Cool Ice <laughs> like Fuck, five yeah, times dude. on him. But no, uh, this Mr. Cruel, this is an unsolved serial child rapist and murderer. <laughs> mm, That's what this whoa. case is about. So lots of genuine family laughs this episode. So get your kids, uh, get them, gather them up. <laughs> I'm already fucking cheesing. I might fucking call Ballad in here teaching some shit. <laughs> Show them what could happen. <laughs> yeah, if you don't become this guy, you could be a victim of this guy, Ballad. The choice is yours. Your new life starts now. I don't think you can call Ballad in until about... No, yep, yeah, I think the clan at rally ends at eight. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why Ballad, can you be fair, uh, son? Why do you smell like burning cross? Oh, <laughs> uh, drinking a Guinness there. Yes, sir. Drinking a Guinness. Fuck yeah. 
So already our sources for this case, all that's interesting.com, Daily Mail, Story Maps, and then also who is mrcruel.com. Yeah, I see Tooth waving his hand over there. Either he's he might be Tim, casting a spell or maybe he's just waving at me. Tim, <laughs> is there a fucking wrestling move called the Burning Cross? The Burning Hammer. Burning Hammer. Okay, all yeah, right. Dude, there's no like, way dude, they fucking I need to know whose move that is right now. A lot yeah. of people have the Burning Hammer. I mean, okay. Fucking Burning Cross, too. <laughs> the Burning Isn't cross there another move? one called just the NASCAR noose? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was your dad's finishing move. <laughs> yeah, That's how he died, trying to perform that. Accidentally did it to himself. <laughs> Dude, uh, so I work with the guy who does that Mansfield wrestling. Fuck yeah. I remember you mentioning that. And um I watch uh, So my you boy... work with a celebrity. <laughs> yeah, dude. So my boy Alex on a higher tier than us. <laughs> shout out to A Rod. He showed me like a, a video of him and stuff. And then dude, I found him God. on Instagram. And like he's in like good shape and stuff. And, dude, let's uh, go watch him. Oh but, yeah, dude. dude, I'm so down. He do, he's he was like, Yeah, here's a move I've been working on. I might start using it. It's a little oh, sloppy guess, right now, but I gotta this is what I'm gonna be working on. And like he jumps like, he's on, like, the outside of the ropes, and then he mm. jumps off the top, like, jumps off the rope to, like, springboard, and then just does, like, a double axe handle. <laughs> we could do that, dude. Yeah, dude, it's so <laughs> dumb. <laughs> like, from no yeah. practice, we could yeah. walk in there right now and do How that. How do you fuck that up, dude? Like, you can't. I guess it's just the springboard that's tough. What's there to work on, dude? That's probably the least cool, (laughs) the least impressive thing he could have done after that jump. Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, what about that being a heel move and he gets booed for every time he uses it? Oh, fuck yeah. He also did this one, which was, this one's not that bad. It's like after they're like kind of dazed and they're in the corner and they come turning around walking out of it, he rolls and then kind of gives them like, an RKO stunner type move, mm, which okay. is like, it's not bad, but like he rolls before it, which is so unnecessary okay. and dumb and just slows the whole thing down. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm trying to work on like naming this. What should it be called? And his name is like, I think he goes by like Colton maybe mm. on there, but okay. they're like, yeah, you should call it the Colt 45. It's like, dude, oh, that's already God, not. Dude. And one guy's like, which if you're commenting on a wrestler's page, you know wrestling moves. He's dude, like, you yeah. should call that Rolling Thunder. Oh, hell yeah. And he's dude, like, yeah, that's yeah. already a fucking move, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah, dude. Steal it. What if he's like, dude, I got this move, man. I'm just trying to figure out how to name it. I do a roll. And then I just fucking pin him. <laughs> <laughs> Down rolls. But dude, all of their all of like the promos I've seen have been at the bathroom at Top Hat. Fuck <laughs> yeah, like one guy always walks into Top Hat and starts his promo there. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> and then in one, he goes into the bathroom, and the guy I work with is just pissing. <laughs> dude, it's this is seriously good, already dude. so good. This is seriously promo of the year yeah. shit. Do we really should go see them next time we yeah, get a chance? I do have to wear a mask or something though, because I think my brother goes to him now. Oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> right, never mind. Let's not go, dude. Fuck, okay, dude, I gotta wear a mask too. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I haven't. So, like, I've told you the saga of. Have I told on the podcast? I'll be real quick, and then we'll get in the episode. So, as, as you guys know, I've been listening. My brother, he's out of jail, and like, he sent me a text at like seven in the morning. 
He's like, he's like, Kevin, can you call me, dude? Something crazy happened. I was like, dude, I'm at fucking work. No. He's like, I had sex with a prostitute. Or he's, no, he <laughs> didn't cool. even say it like that. He said, I had, I had sex with a hooker. Uh, and then, uh, and then he's like, he's like, she's a crackhead. I didn't know that. And then that's when he's like, yeah, I'm gonna drink a Rolling Rock. And then he sent me a picture of a can of Rolling Rock. Yeah, dude. <laughs> but then the next day, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm dating that girl. I was like, you just. <laughs> he's like being. He's like, man, this is fucking awesome, dude. He's like, and he'll always randomly text me and be like, hey, what's up, dude? I'm like, I'm at work. It's eight in the morning. He's like, yeah, I'm just hanging with my girl. <laughs> like, dude, you told me like three days ago she was a crackhead hooker. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think I got my swagger back. Dude, it, it really is hashtag wall, man, though. It really is. Yeah, that is. Dude, the amount of times he sent me a picture of just a rolling rock and been like, yeah, dude, I'm drinking rolling rock. I'm like, cool, Holy dude. shit, dude. So I, good. And I love rolling rock, but like, why the fuck are you sending a picture of it? Like, uh, But dude, it's like, I feel bad for him. But he'll he'll like send me stuff. He that'll be like, brother, we will meet again. And I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like he speaks dude. like all of his lines are written for like dude. Mortal Kombat Annihilation. Yeah, dude, is that just <laughs> this is straight up the most based uh, guy I know. <laughs> wait, are yeah. you Raiden? He's fucking uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, fucking Liu Kang, dude. No, the villain in uh, oh uh, Shao Kahn. Shuck on, yeah. yeah so you're dude. reading, you on. But, dude, it's like, okay. <laughs> Brother, we will meet again. Jesus this was, Christ, dude. Like, keep in mind, he's in his 40s, and he said, what's up, brother? And I said, yo, or I said, I'm just finishing up dinner, and then I'm jumping in the shower. What are you up to, dude? And he says, I'm okay. Just drunk and high as fuck. Last night, I fell flat on my face on my friend's floor and slept for three hours. Like, well, I was like, that's cool, dude. You got to be careful. My girl scored me some bomb ass kush. <laughs> Fuck yeah. His crackhead uh, girlfriend. Yeah. Dude, I didn't even well, say anything. I, like, he was asking, he was talking about that wrestling thing. I was like, oh, I went to one of those in Mansfield last year with Toof and my buddy Tim. And he said, me and my girlfriend are doing great. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Uh, <clears throat> how much he uses uh you know like we will meet again brother yeah and uh drinking a rolling rock brother i think i know who your brother is brother oh, yeah, uh, so this was dude, a, what this was a what 10 hogan this was last week 10 in the morning on friday he says hi and i said hey what's up dude this is at 10 in the morning and he and i said i'm at work what's up dude he says oh sorry dude i forgot and I said, you're good. I can I can text on my watch. And then he just says, just with my girl. <laughs> and then oh I said, God. hell yeah. And he says, I'll talk to you later. Why the fuck, fuck even yeah. message me, dude? Dude, what about these confirmations of him not being gay? He I just needs to put it out there. How much? Just let you know, I have a girlfriend. I, How much money okay. would you pay? Just so? to, like change this fucking alternate <laughs> universe to where he's dating Andrew. Oh my oh. God. I would weirdly probably get super jealous. <laughs> like, what the fuck, dude? Okay, the last thing I'll say. You remember when he got out and I told you like the very first thing he said to me was like, yeah, this is like a vacation from prison, dude. Prison ain't really even all that bad. It's not like the movies. I didn't get raped or anything. Fuck oh, my God. I was God, like, what the dude, fuck, yes. dude? I didn't ask. That's the yeah. first thing you've told oh, dude, me, dude. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know he did. He had yeah. to have. Oh, yeah. All yeah. righty. <laughs> uh, let's but see. But it didn't happen or anything. <laughs> it 
anything. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, yeah, people there, people in jail were always on drugs and stuff. I didn't even drink any of the toilet wine. I'm like, cool, dude. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, yeah, did you do that? Like, I don't want him to be addicted to crack, but I do think it'd be like, be for him, that would be probably cool. Like, that, if <laughs> yeah. I found out he was a crackhead, I'd be like, all right, this is at least better yeah. than 12 years ago where he was. <laughs> what if, like, he knows the immunity card in prison? Like, they all gang up on him in the showers and be like, you ready for your punishment? And he's like, please don't hurt me. Whoop, whoop. And they're like, what? <laughs> What the fuck did you just say? He said, whoop, whoop. And they're like, fuck, dude. They all just leave. So, like in American History X, he takes his shirt off, but he just has ringmaster tattooed on his chest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, dude. Like, bite the curb, Juggalo. <laughs> fuck, dude. This guy knows the dating game. Dude, I told you that, like, yeah, when I dude. saw when he got hired, so he worked with me for like a week, and when I saw him, he had a backwards hat on, and it was a Jesus hat. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! Oh, okay, we got to get into this. I'm sorry, we're hey, almost. I found, this. I found this on the belt. <laughs> yeah, dude, he probably find something better on the belt, dude. Uh, <laughs> dude, I found That's this. Where big... he found his girlfriend. I found this. <laughs> <laughs> this week's we're working at the dump. Oh, God, dude. <laughs> All righty. So here we go. Mr. Cruel. So in the late 1980s and early 1990s, there was this evil person that terrorized Melbourne, Australia. And mm. I hope I'm saying that right. Australian Kate, uh, I believe, told me it was pronounced Melbourne, not Melbourne. What? Yeah. Uh, the name Mr. Curl was given to this monster after a newspaper headline in the sun. His real identity is still unknown. Oh, shit. Yeah. And uh, real quick, according to the wiki on this guy, this quote, the sun newspaper gave the perpetrator the moniker of Mr. Cruel after police described a serial home invasion rapist in November 1987 as, quote, super cool. And super cruel. What? Super cool? What the? This motherfucker strolling wearing Oakleys? Like, what the, <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is. How do you describe yeah. it? A serial like, rapist is super cool. He was cool. wearing a Mr. Freeze suit. Fuck yeah, yeah, dude. He fucking came in. As soon as he entered the house to rape, they played Shawn Michaels' theme song. Like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. That's a um, sexy boy. But I guess the newspaper originally called him like Mr. Cool because of the way he like talked and I don't fucking know, but then they changed it to Mr. Cruel as like a play on it and it stuck. But yeah, how do you Jesus describe Christ, that as like cool? Like how's that cool, dude? They're like old people <laughs> who think cool is a bad thing. Yeah, if that's cool, then my brother's a fucking coolest dude on earth. So. <laughs> hey, they're like, hey, if, if, if peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. <laughs> what are horseshoes? Are there any horse socks? <laughs> it's uh, New New Magazine Day. Uh, dude, uh, Ernie, the guy who played Ernie did an AMA on uh, Reddit no, a while back. Did they ask him how many people he's murdered? Dude, fucking <laughs> Nicholas Cage did an AMA the other day, Fuck and yeah. like they were telling him how he had like more questions asked than than Obama did, oh. and he gave this like video where he's like, "Oh, it was an honor." He's like, "You could tell the people asking questions were genuine because he answered every question almost like he didn't stray yeah. away from some of them because like 
Fucking, I remember when uh, Woody Harrelson did it. He has a legendary AMA where he doesn't answer any question. He just says, I only want to talk about the movie Rampart because that was Fuck, coming out. Yeah. Dude, oh, my so God, dude. Good. dude. I love Woody Harrelson. He's like, let's keep the questions about Rampart. <laughs> Ask me anything about Rampart. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, it's here, so I, can, I can hurry up and find it, uh, quick, <laughs> just a uh, okay. r- real quick. The Nicolas Cage AMA. I'm actually excited to watch the new Nicolas Cage movie, um, Amazing Talent or something like that. Okay, here it is, dude. I'm Woody Was Harrelson. Is Andrew giving head? <laughs> oh, yeah. I can't even find it, dude. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kev, because it doesn't so, exist. Like, no, I you have it. You fucking lost it, dude. You've lost it. Hot. Hi, Reddit. It's Woody here. I'm in New York today doing interviews for my new film, Rampart, which opens in theaters on February 10th. I'll be checking in from 3 to 4 today, and I'll get to as many of your questions as I can. So start asking now. This was 10 years ago. Um, Ten years. I'm just trying to find one where... where um, oh, dude, even the admin is like, did you know about Reddit before today? What One of the top comments is, the former Chuck E. Cheese worker AMA was a million times better than this. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I'm trying to find an answer by him, but I can't because I'm pretty sure they're all downvoted so fucking far you'll never see it. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. But yes. yeah, like anytime anyone asks a question, he didn't answer anything. He just would reply with, let's just keep the questions about Rampart. It's <laughs> like, no one wants yeah. to fucking talk about that. That's how you know he was really running it. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try to find uh Woody's the only one with less karma than EA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude. Woody, you're my favorite actor. Oh, yeah, don't talk about that. Just talk about Rampart, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude! <laughs> the only question he answers like, "Were you sad about nine 11 He said, "No, I'm sad that Rampart hasn't hit theaters yet." <laughs> They're like, "Hey, can can white man jump?" They're like, "He's like, dude, let's just talk about Rampart." <laughs> yeah, keep it to Rampart. Can Rampart jump to number one? Only you can make that happen. <laughs> Damn it, dude! I wish I could find it. Okay, dude. Um, I don't know. What this question is, but this got minus six hundred and eighty three points. Fuck yeah. Okay. Um, what's the question? Oh, out of all the roles you played, which has been the most rewarding, most difficult, and most fun? And if you are willing to answer, what's the one role you wish you didn't take? His answer, can I say rampart? <laughs> 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 um, I wouldn't, it really took over my life for a while I wouldn't say fun is the operative word Okay then he goes on who gives a fuck but, uh, yeah, dude. Dude, What is one. Rampart What the fuck I is that dude, <laughs> yeah, No dude, one remembers dang, it, it was 10 years ago I don't know dude um, The reason I love seeing you in movies Is that you always seem so natural Well adjusted and in character No matter the role What has been your most difficult role to prepare for and why his answer, this character in Rampart was the most difficult. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's yes. so fun. Hey, I, uh, mm. I looked up some stats. Um, Rampart, 5.8 out of 10 on IMDb, 74% yeah, on I Rotten s- Tomatoes. Up, yeah, 74. Here's where it gets really funny. 
budget twelve million dollars, box office one point five million. <laughs> oh, got him, dude. Good thing you did that Reddit, eh, man? That's right. <laughs> okay, this is the last one I'll read. I promise. So this guy, this is the top one. He says, "I swear this is an allegedly true story." I went to a high school in L.A., and you allegedly crashed our prom after party. You allegedly ended up taking the virginity of a girl named Roseanne. You allegedly didn't call her afterwards. She allegedly cried a lot. Do you remember any of this and can confirm, or have you allegedly been so knee-deep in in Hollywood pooty for so long that this qualifies as a mere blip? (laughs) This was his reply. First off, it's not true. And second off, I don't want to answer questions about that. Let's focus on the film, people. Minus oh 2,130 <laughs> downloads, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay, uh, yeah. first off, that's not true. Okay, let's get to this. I'm so sorry. So, alrighty, so we're going to be talking about super cool Mr. Cruel, I guess. Mm. So, we're going to be talking about the known attacks by this guy. But keep in mind, even though there are three attacks that we know Mr. Krull did for sure, and we'll also talk about a different one, a different fourth one, he is a suspect in others, and who knows how much more this guy actually did. Uh, This dude likes to terrorize by first breaking into houses while wearing a mask, and he would then tie up the parents, and then he would take the daughter and the family and disappear. So he would, like, break into houses, fucking tie them up, and then just take the daughter and leave. Toops cheesing out. Dude, this guy. And fuck uh, yeah. He's I'm trying to make like a Robin Hood joke. uh, (laughs) He steals from he steals from the parents and gives to his penis. I don't know. Jesus. That was him. I will say though, as long as Mr. Cruel is wearing a balaclava and not a gator mask, then all is forgiven in my uh, right. in my yeah. world at the Cavs fucking game. Yeah, yeah he, actually, it's if so he good. just eats wings, then apparently he's allowed to do that. <laughs> I can I listen to a bunch of random episodes. We tell that story so much. Yeah, dude, we told that story like four times. Yeah. I wasn't even there. <laughs> So uh, here's a description from that Story Maps website. It gives you an idea of what this guy's about. Story Maps is really cool. It tells, like, the main details and summary of the case, and then you follow along, like, on on an interactive map in a way. It's, it's pretty – it shows you, like, where everything is. It's pretty cool. Uh, quote, on multiple occasions, he took victims from their homes to an unknown location where he sexually assaulted them before dropping them off in another suburban area to be found and returned to their families. The perpetrator is known as Mr. Cruel – because of the meticulous planning of his attacks and his tendency to trick the parents of victims by pretending his only motive was to rob them before kidnapping their children. He also planted red herrings at the crime scenes to investigators. To this day, Mr. Cruel remains unidentified. But did he plant actual red herrings? Uh, red herring did it. <laughs> um, he did some pretty wild things. We'll get to it. Yeah, I'm digging him so far. Yeah, you not the raping part. Just like so, what part? So no murders. Uh, there is. We'll get there. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Because so it's like if there's no murders, if you know, he's it's hard all, to look past wait, the no, raping no, 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 part. No, 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 no. Before you go further, so if he's only raping kids, what were you gonna say, Tooth? Mm. Oh no, 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 no. Like I said, if we can look past that, <laughs> it's like super cool that like planting the red herrings, being super smart, like yeah. 
And this isn't like 19, this isn't like 1850s. This is what you said, late 80s, early yeah. 90s. So if we look past all of that, he's just Jared from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Instead of planting red herrings, he's planting red peppers on his sub. Fucking <laughs> 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 Jared. Him and, uh, him and Mr. Cool both have something in common. They're both packing footlongs. Oh, yeah, oh, dude. Shit. Hell, yeah, they are. <laughs> so, uh, first event takes place during the early morning of August 22nd, 1987. At roughly 4 a.m., quote, a masked man known only by his moniker, Mr. Cruel, broke into a family's home in the quiet suburb of Lower Plenty on the outskirts of Melbourne, Australia. Uh, Lower Plenty is what my mom referred to as the uh, bottom 10% of her good and plenty box, by the way. Oh, my God, dude. Oh, Damn, I was shit. gonna say that was your mom's nickname for your dad. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what uh, he asked for. Whatever he wanted her to lick the bottom of his nuts. Hey, could you <laughs> give some attention to my lower plenty? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Rest in peace, Dad. <laughs> so yeah, he breaks into the home of this family. Okay, he has a knife in one hand and a gun in the other. He's wearing a mask, so the only thing visible are his eyes and a hole for his mouth. Fuck yeah. Damn. Yeah. Dude, uh, I, I got to respect someone who's a dual wielder. Yeah, that does take extra. You got to use a bonus action if you want to fucking swing with that offhand. <laughs> yeah, that means he's all offense, no defense. I like his style. Glass cannon, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they should have just James called Arden. him the glass cannon guy. <laughs> <laughs> Since, uh, actually, no, I do agree. Mr. Cool is the perfect name for this dude. He fucking comes in and flicks a cigarette in the dad's face immediately and tells him to clean it up. (laughs) (laughs) He made me clean it up with my anus. With my anus. (laughs) What's the hole in the mask for so your wife can feed me pie? Oh, yeah. He's so cool. Like, why do you have that hole in your mask? And he fucking inhales a cigarette and he looks at the wife and says, you play your cards right, you'll find out what it's for. <laughs> He's so fuck. I'm just picturing him as Brian Fantana now. Fuck yeah! Oh dude. my god, in yes. a fucking ski mask. <laughs> like his Alrighty. mustache is like coming out of the mask. He's like, bitch, you want to ride this? <laughs> fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. So, quote: He forced both parents onto their stomachs, bound their hands and feet, and locked them in a closet. So this is at uh, around 4 a.m. He breaks in. He has a knife in one hand, gun in the other. Goes to the parents' room, ties them up, locks them in the closet, and then he goes to the seven-year-old son's room, and uh, he ties him up as well, ties him to the bed, and then he attacked the 11-year-old daughter. After that, he cut the phone lines and left. So, of course, unfortunately, by attack the 11-year-old daughter, we mean that he sexually assaulted her, he rapes her. Man. Um, Since he's wearing a mask, there's no way to identify him at all. So, like, all the police drawings of him, like, this isn't funny at all, but all the police drawings of, like, what he looks like is literally just, like, a fucking ski mask guy. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it looks like, and since it's all kids, it's kids drawing a guy in a ski mask. Yeah. They're like, Like, we think we got him. It's Kenny from South Park. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's fucking, it's fucked up. Here, let me uh, try to, I'll look up a picture real quick. So, Mr. Cruel, he gets into the house by removing a pane of glass. Um, 
I can't believe I wrote this joke. It's so I put so Mr. Cruel, he gets into the house by removing a pane of glass in parentheses. It must have been a pain in the ass. Doesn't even oh, didn't oh, even fuck fucking yeah. explain how or the, why. Are they gonna do the uh, looking at you through the glass? I'm looking at you <laughs> through the glass, waiting on your parents to go to fucking bed. <laughs> All I know is that it feels like forever. Is your brother sleeping on the top bunk? <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, and it's the, and it's my mask that hides my face. (laughs) So Mr. Cruel, he removes a pane of glass in the living room and then he goes into the parents' room. He has a fucking gun in one hand, knife in the other. He makes the parents roll over, lay on their stomachs while he ties them up and then he shoves them in the closet. The six-year-old son, he ties them to the bed with surgical tape. And then Mr. Cruel sexually assaults the 11-year-old for over two hours. Jesus oh. Christ, man. Yeah, super Wait, fucked in, up. in the same house? Ugh. Yeah, that house. It's super oh, fucked damn. up, gross. But I will say, like, I know we make jokes to fit, like, we're just making all these jokes on being cool and stuff. Fuck this guy. This guy's awful. Yeah. Super fucked up. I do yeah. kind of like what he does next, though. Oh. On the way out, oh. as he's leaving, he fucking jacks a milk crate full of records. <laughs> oh, wait, <what>? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's like a milk crate he that's stole. full of vinyl records, and he fucking jacks it on the way oh, out, dude. Man. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh, I hope it's just the Shags is the only record he's in like, there. Dude. They got a good collection here. You know what? He, he comes back up. in. He's like, no way. <laughs> he goes what to the, the dad. Is it cool if I take that? this? What's that, dude? The parents are more mad about that. Oh, dude, come on. It's like, son of a bitch. Oh. That, uh, that motherfucker raped my daughter. Oh, my God, he took the records. Oh. Call the cops. Man, I had Appetite for Destruction on there. That <laughs> <laughs> wasn't even out. Yeah, this records. is an 87. Um, but, yeah, so he takes that, and then he also takes a coat for some reason. Oh, takes a coat. Uh, besides that, though, no clues are left behind. Some sources stay, say that during the two hours, he took a fucking break and cooked himself a meal. Wow. Damn. And dude. then, like, oh. went back to raping the girl. Jesus. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, dude. Uh, dude the, no, he I ate a Snickers. I'm not even no. trying to take a joke, <laughs> Damn, dude. dude. This isn't funny. Yeah. What the fuck did he cook, dude? I, I, I don't know, no. dude. <laughs> <laughs> a girl he pops in the yeah. sunroom. Did you want some dino nuggets? Yeah, what they like, yeah, he was actually able to make the uh red lobster rolls. He's <laughs> like, I'm not gonna finish off these curlies. Uh <laughs> if anyone wants any. Hey guys, but I got yeah, steak and shake. Anybody I, want anything or <laughs> I know you'll probably tell us later, but like detail wise, but I mean like he like if he didn't get caught, that probably means he didn't leave fingerprints right. Right. So he had to wear gloves. But if he didn't, how do they not catch him, dude? He's like know. literally touching everything in their fucking house. I don't know, dude. He's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna be steaming some brisket. I want to be here a while. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he puts on the fucking Lord of the Rings trilogy for the family to watch. You're also a slow cooker working. I want to make some roast. Yeah. Yeah, according to this, uh, we're going to make some Mississippi pot roast. should take about six hours. I'll be here a while. <laughs> Steaming brisket is when he takes the hair curling iron and fucking burns his pubes. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, okay. <laughs> what? Okay. 
Um, <clears throat> so yeah. So besides that, there's no clues left behind. Um, wild shit. And this part is pretty fucking wild too, but it will make more sense. Um, after I explain it, quote, the little girl was eventually able to tell the police that the intruder used the family phone to call someone else during one of the, his break-ins while attacking her. Oh, damn. From what the girl heard, this call was a threatening one with the man demanding the person on the other end of the line to move their children or they would be next. And he also referred, referred to this unknown person as Bozo. Police eventually checked the family's phone records, but there's no record of this call whatsoever. Wow. So Mr. Cruel just fucking acted this all out, did all this shit on purpose just to confuse the family and plant fake evidence. Wow, dude, that's dude. so fucking good. So like, that's a red herring he did to fuck with him. He just faked that entire conversation, Damn. like just to give him fake clues, and it worked. Bozo, dude. So it's <laughs> so the guy is uh, it's Mac. <laughs> I'm calling I'm calling people Bozo now. <laughs> yeah, dude, Bozo. <laughs> that's good, dude. Uh, so yeah, that's fucked up. Uh, one possible clue though, the knot that Mr. Cruel used when tying up the parents, it was a knot most commonly used by sailors or those with a nautical experience. Mm. And like the father noticed this, he recognized the knot from his sailing days. And as Mr. Cruel was tying him up, he told him, he's like, oh, I recognize this knot. And Mr. Cruel said, you better not mention that again, you oh, cocksucker. Yeah. <laughs> you better not mention that, bozo. <laughs> oh, you button hooked me. <laughs> Yeah, so as far as we know, Mr. Cruel was quiet for about a year. And then at around 5.45 a.m., two days after Christmas, December 27th, 1988, Mr. Cruel breaks into the Wills family home, which was located on Hillcrest Avenue in East Ringwood. And, uh... uh, (laughs) (laughs) Is it a good one, Ken? No, dude, it's not worth it. Um... Uh, so, in uh, this home is located just a couple of miles southeast of where the last attack was. So, we have John Wills, his wife, and then their four children. They, they're all asleep in the home. And like we said, it's just two days after Christmas. Some sources say there were three children. Some say four, so I don't fully know. But uh, Mr. Krull, he sleeps in a little bit later than last time. He waits until almost 6 a.m. before this crime. Quote, Wearing dark blue overalls and a dark ski mask, Mr. Cruel broke into the Wills' home and held a gun to John Wills' head. As before, he clutched a knife in his other hand, and he told the parents to roll onto their stomachs, and then he bound and gagged them. While holding a gun to John's head, he told him, don't be a hero. And then (laughs) he bound them up and tied them up with copper wire. Uh, lucky for Mr. Cruel, though, it was the Will's house and not the Will Smith's house. Oh, that's right. uh, otherwise, he would have yelled, keep your fucking gag out of my wife's mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then let the guy fuck her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude. Uh, don't touch my... Fu- don't talk about my wife, but you can fuck her. Right. <laughs> dude, this is so fucking good. Did they try um, to hide in the booth? What's up? Did they try to hide in the booth at all? <laughs> okay, Toll Booth Willie, dude. No, it's, just, it no it's just John Wilkes Booth. Oh, John. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were doing Toll Booth Willie. I'm coming out of the booth. No, it's just John Wilkes Booth. Uh, and here's another example of Mr. Cruel just being a fucking monster. 
He assured John and his wife, he's like, hey, I'm only here for the money. I'm only here to rob you guys. That That's all I want is the money. However, Jeez. this motherfucker, he leaves their room. He leaves them tied up and gagged. He goes and cuts the phone lines, and then he makes his way to the bedroom where all four of the daughters are sleeping. Jesus, dude. No. Jesus, dude. Yeah, it's fucked. Uh, quote, addressing 10-year-old Sharon Wills by name. Ugh. So he Whoa. fucking is like, Sharon, hey, Sharon, yeah. Uh, addressing her by name, the man quickly woke her up, blindfolded her, and gagged her, then picked up a few items of her clothing and fled the house with her early the next morning. So, Mr. Kroll knew this child by name, which means he had to have known the family or been familiar with them at some point to be to know the child's name. Mm. Uh, the dad was able to free himself, and he tried to call for help, but that's when he noticed that the phone lines were cut. So he runs to the neighbor's house to use their phone, but unfortunately it was too late. Mr. Krull was gone, and so was his 10-year-old daughter, Sharon. Mm. Damn. Yeah, and here's another wild thing that happens. Quote, But 18 hours later, a woman stumbled upon a tiny figure standing on a street corner just after midnight. Dressed in green garbage bags, it was Sharon Wills. Wow. As Sharon was reunited with her family, she gave police some starting clues as to who her attacker could be. So hmm. he was, she was kidnapped for 18 hours, and then she just was left outside of a fucking gas station wrapped up in garbage bags. Wow. Like, I think she had a, a shirt on maybe, but like wrapped in green garbage bags. Where do you get so, green garbage bags? Probably an Australian thing. <laughs> <laughs> just a, t- t- I don't know. <laughs> but uh is Sharon the youngest? Like there's four daughters. Was she the youngest? Um, you know, I don't I'm not sure. I remember one of those one of those sources did have the ages. So if you do want to find out more about this case, look at those sources cuz some do give more descriptions and details. I just I didn't want to boggle everything down. I kind of wanted to cover as much as we could but not all the little details Uh oh they get I just think it'd be like spence and so Tim, you guys up, still like there shows the youngest or what's that oh it says you're not here on my screen oh can you hear us nope. yeah i can I hear you him. lose yourself <laughs> but yeah that'd be like it's so fucked up if Ooh, like shit. he chose the youngest out of the five daughter four daughters or yeah like, I don't know if I could say, like, it's better if he chooses the oldest of the underage girls, I guess, but still. Yeah, dude. Fucking, that's like uh, what Crystalia calls that the fucking <laughs> Sunday morning buffet. So. <laughs> yeah, like, when he walked into that bedroom, it's like, shit, I hit the jackpot. Shit. <laughs> He's like, which one do I want first? But I get what Toof's Chris- saying, like, if it's the if you pick the oldest one or the mi- youngest one or one in the middle... It kind of like tells you like what kind of child rapist he is, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. It like, fun, I don't know if like uh, you can call it honorable, but if he picks the oldest one, it's like honorable. Oh, okay, he picked the sixteen-year-old at least. But yeah, no, that's what we he like. Picks literally the one who doesn't even can't even play ball. That's what we like is honorable child rapist. Thank yeah, you yeah, for bringing that up yeah. too. If that is what the <laughs> yeah. podcast is about, honoring <laughs> the honorable child rapist. This is why we, we have no. Listeners. There's some that are just God, seriously too. like some of them are just scummy, bottom of the barrel ones. <laughs> but you know what? There's some. some that of them? There's some that aren't at the bottom of the barrel. 
There are some that uh, direct movies, even. So that's pretty cool. Oh, oh yeah. There's some who have like at? a really, really hit sitcom. <laughs> Dude, what about um how we made all these jokes about Deshaun Watson? And yeah. now he's the fucking Brown starting yeah, quarterback. Dude. I wouldn't be surprised if one of you die and somehow Chris D'Elia replaces you guys. Fuck. Like, yeah, I wouldn't dude. be surprised now. Honestly, I would hate that. I wouldn't be upset. <laughs> Chris D'Elia replacing us. You mean I can finally take off this stupid rubber tooth mask and show who I really am? Yeah. I, I thought I saw some fucking grease dripping on your neck, dude. <laughs> I hate Chris D'Elia, dude. Hey, that wasn't Grease, and trust me, that wasn't P.E. either. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you seen Chris D'Elia's dumbass tattoos? Oh, dude. no. They're fucking gar... Like, he's no. already just pure garbage. What are they, dude? Because they have uh, to be bad. Yeah, they're real fucking dumb, dude. Let me try to find one. Is one of them, like, supposed to be, like, a star of something, Chris and it's the wrong Delia's amount of, tattoos? like, stars? Like, uh, I feel like he would have that, like, the wrong amount of something. Dude, the, the Fast and the Furious one isn't real, right? No, that can't be what? real, dude. Okay, all right. He got a tattoo on his neck. I don't oh, know well, you guys are looking that up. I have to pee. All right, I see the paper plane one. I think that's a real one. Dude, I hate this guy. Adam Levine got a face tattoo. That's the Maroon 5 guy. Oh, my God, dude. It's like Adam Levine is like... I don't want to offend anyone, but he's a singer from Maroon 5, and I feel like he's just trying so hard to prove he's not gay, and every choice he makes just make him seem gayer, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, like, remember when he had when he had the Super Bowl and he had all those dumbass tattoos, dude? The people just yeah. <laughs> pretty much called him Jared Leto, the fucking Joker, yeah. dude. All right, so one of Chris D'Elia's tattoos is a bald eagle on his wrist. And its wings are opening, and behind its wings are flames coming out. Dude, I'm looking at Jared Leto's Joker tattoo. Tattoos. He has one that's just look a dagger through the bat symbol. Why would the Joker ever get that tattoo? <laughs> Why would he get that? I mean, they're all bad. Like they're all real stupid. He has an arrow through a bird. These are fucking stupid. <laughs> Jared Leto, he's a he's fucking a garbage person too. Why is it so hard to find Crystalia's like full tattoo discography? Pretty much, yeah, that's what I was looking for. I went in a cornfield today. <laughs> that was I good. went in a cornfield. That was a good one. I hadn't seen that one. Yeah, I thought you showed me that, but uh, I do remember the other ones you showed me though. There's Dude, the I one wanna... that ends with him putting his cat in the oven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh dude. I just think that's like too dark, or what's he, or something yeah. like that. Then, yep, dude. The Joker costume guy is awesome. Suicide Squad Joker tattoo shirt. Look at the fucking guy. That's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. hell yeah. Oh my Quit god. Quit showing me my family members, dude. Just, <laughs> I know which kind of family that is. <laughs> <laughs> Juggalo family, dude. Fuck yeah, oh, dude. Fuck yeah. If anyone wants to have fun, just Google like Joker tattoo shirt and just look at the models of the guys wearing the shit. It's fucking good. Oh, hey, so I already called it off. I think it's May 22nd. Oh, my God. I am looking at that. Um, May 22nd. I think it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Is, is this... Whiskey Myers is in Cleveland oh, fuck or yeah. Columbus? I don't think Sunday. it's Tuesday. Yeah, Sunday. I looked it up. Sunday. 
Ooh. Yeah, I definitely go. Sounds good. I'd have to see if I have a day. I want to though. That'd be cool. Get to yeah. see our boy Tony. Hell yeah. yeah. If I don't know what time it starts at or whatnot, but yeah, I called it off. I'll probably get tickets for it. What day uh, is that, Doof? The twenty second of May, Sunday. Yeah, I could take a vacation. I would go. Alrighty, where were we? So yeah, so Mr. Cruel, he let her go. Quote, because Wills was blindfolded throughout the assault, she was unable to give a full physical description of Mr. Cruel, but she did recall how shortly before letting her go, the suspect made sure to give her a thorough bath. So it's so weird, like all all this meticulous shit that he did, like he didn't want any chance of him being found out. So he washed her body, like gave her a thorough bath, uh, he clipped her fingernails, toenails, brushed her teeth, and flossed them. Jesus, dude. Which is huh. like, it's it's fucked up to say, but it's like he had to make sure like anything that touched him didn't have any DNA. Yeah. yeah. Fucking gross. But because he let her go, <laughs> it's the only way you can know he loved her. <laughs> oh, my God. Spence. Man, that so was a two good. move. Yeah. <laughs> ah, shit, dude. He only let her go because she... Jesus, <laughs> dude. Okay, After that one I got to cut. Yeah. <laughs> that one I got to <laughs> cut. Uh, quote, while she was held captive, Sharon repeatedly heard the sound of low-flying aircraft leading authorities to believe that she was held somewhere in the Tullamarine Airport flight path. Was so this, you would oh, think wow. that, like, they would be able to, like, have some idea where this fucking dude is. Uh, but Mr. Cruel... Dude, what if he was just playing a recording of airplanes flying he, low? He just played the beginning of Mr. Deeds over and over. Wee! <laughs> that dude at the airport. I was going to ask, what year is yeah. this? Um, that one was in 1988. Oh, okay, yeah, so... Okay. I, Couple years after the Challenger. <laughs> God, Tim. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Oh my God. That'd be wild if that's. <laughs> yeah. So sadly, Mr. Cruel wasn't done yet, for he would strike again. This time on July third, nineteen ninety, in the suburb of Canterbury, Victoria, which is west of Ringwood and south of Lower Plenty. Uh, quote, here resided the Linus family, a well-off English family who'd been renting a house along the prestigious Monometh Avenue. The distinguished neighborhood had been home to plenty of Australian politicians and public officials in its time, making it a secure area to live in, or so many believed. Wait, Monometh Avenue? What's that? Monometh <laughs> Avenue? So they got mono. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> um, it's probably not pronounced that M O N O M E A T H monometh monometh. I don't yeah, know. Meth. I like those it. Australians are into some weird <laughs> shit. On that day, Brian and Rosemary Linus were attending a farewell party and left their two daughters at home alone. Then, just before midnight, fifteen-year-old Fiona and thirteen-year-old Nicola were awoken by the ranting, commanding orders of a masked intruder. So it's about eleven forty or so. Mister Cruel breaks into the home of the Linus family, and like we said, there's a fifteen-year-old and a thirteen-year-old that are alone while their parents are away. He breaks in. Mister Cruel does, wielding a knife and a gun. He first then ties up the fifteen-year-old, and he just fucking, he finds more ways to make shit 
like he like it's already a child rapist you, and it's already super fucking gross but then he just does stuff that makes you be like dude this guy is just fucking disgusting yeah oh he put sardines on pizza <laughs> worse <laughs> pineapple what a I'm monster. just joking <laughs> <clears throat> so he ties up the 15-year-old, which means he's taking the 13-year-old, and he tells her, uh, hey, while I'm tying up your sister, go grab your Presbyterian lady's college school uniform. Oh, It's her school uniform. Jesus. So dude. he knew she went there, and he makes her go get her school uniform. Oof. What the hell? Yeah. And then after she gets it, he tells her that if her parents want her back, they'll need to pay him $25,000. Oh, wow. Yeah. So he kidnaps her. He also steals the family's rental car on the way out. Um, (laughs) He drives it for like 10 minutes, then parks it, and then like a half a mile away from the house, he gets into a different car. Like, if fuck, that part's almost hashtag wild, man. Yeah, like like jumps in the... I fucking hate him so much, but that's funny. He's like, he's like, this next part really gonna hurt, and he hops in the Hertz rental car. I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> fuck yeah. Do you remember when OJ was the spokesperson for Hertz rental? Fuck yeah! Oh, dude. Fuck oh my yeah. god, no! He still should uh, be. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> um, Hurt, dude. What about OJ like back then before all this happened? He's like Hertz rental. We slash prices. <laughs> you yeah, can't dude. beat any competitor. <laughs> Our gloves are off. <laughs> yeah, oh my god! Now. I was like, heard him. I heard him twice. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, yeah. So what he did is he drove like half a mile down the road with her, and then he put her into a different vehicle and took off. And after about twenty minutes from when Mister Cruel left with Nicola, uh, her parents Brian and Rosemary returned home. So they missed him by twenty minutes. Damn. They found their fifteen-year-old daughter tied up a ransom note that was left, and then their 13-year-old nowhere to be found. Then two days later, July 5th, 1990, Nicola, after being held in a house for more than two days, she was found alive beside an electricity substation in Kew, about five kilometers from her home. Was Murr Joe around? (laughs) (laughs) I I couldn't hear. What was that, Primo? I said, was Murr Joe around? Oh, my God, Q. It's K-E-W. I don't know how to pronounce these things. Q, dude. Sounds right. Uh, that's so fucking hey, uh, good, dude. <laughs> Joe or Murr. Did, did they leave? Is it, on the site you were looking up and stuff, were they, uh, did they have a picture of the note, the ransom note? Uh, I don't think so. Because, like, how the fuck are you supposed to pay a guy a ransom note if he, like, doesn't say, like, leave the money somewhere or put it in this bank account or just something, like... Oh, I don't here's know. my address. Yeah. Like, all he knows is where they live. Are we supposed to leave 25000 on our front door? I think door? there was details on, on it, possibly. Um, okay. But I don't remember exactly how. But I think the family, like, went to the news and was like, hey, we're willing to pay the 25000 Just let us know. So, like, they had the uh, money okay. and stuff. So, yeah, so she was held for more than two days, and then she was found alive beside an electricity substation and about five kilometers from her home. So not that far. That's what, two and a half, three miles? Yeah. Something like yeah. that. Or is a kilometer? Yeah, okay, I think that's right. Um, yeah, we'll just go with it, whatever. So it's wild. She was found alive, fully dressed, wrapped in a blanket, but she was still blindfolded. Uh, quote. Wait a minute, fully dressed like in the schoolgirl uniform, or did he take I, that? I don't know. I'm oh, not sure, What if dude. he took it? He probably did. 
Uh, Quote, when she was confident that Mr. Cruel had driven away, she removed the blindfold and shakily made her way to a nearby house. It was just after two in the morning when she phoned home. She would later tell authorities that she could also hear aircraft from the house where she was being held captive. Huh. Um, She didn't have... And this is what sucks. So he stays blindfolded or he stays like wearing a mask and keeps them blindfolded and shit the whole time. So she doesn't really get a good description of him. She did say he possibly had reddish brown hair and was about roughly five, eight, which I mean, you can't fault the girl for not being able to describe him. You know, I mean, she's a 13 year old girl who's held captive and sexually assaulted, but like five, eight and reddish brown hair is like, 90 fucking 5% of the population Ew, out dude. there. It sucks. Yeah. It's I just sucks. thought of something gross. Yeah. Wait, you uh, did too? How, how did she <laughs> know he had a reddish brown hair if he keeps the mask on? Tooth. God was damn, it tooth. in? Oh, so oh, so it was an Irish man. <laughs> 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 them, I, them fire pubes is what you're getting yeah, at, but Jeremiah. What about, what about like him getting caught because he doesn't believe in shaving his pubes? <laughs> yeah, possibly, dude. It really is he kept putting him on that pizza and making that kid in the cafeteria <laughs> oh, eat it. Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> that's how he got the name Mr. Cool. <laughs> he cha- after that, he changed it to Mr. Super Cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Oh, and they changed that kid who's <laughs> ate the pizza's name to Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, it's, it is a bummer. Like, there's a little bit of a description, but it doesn't help. But like I said, just a, f- it's just, I mean, you can't really expect. The dude fucking wears a mask the entire time and then keeps them blindfolded. Uh, quote, some details of her ordeal were more horrifying. She revealed that throughout her time in captivity, she was forced to lay down into a neck brace contraption fastened, fastened to the abductor's bed, restraining her while she was abused. Ugh. So she's like held in place by like a fucking neck brace contraption. Yeah. She said she heard him speaking aloud to another person, but she never heard a response. Investigators weren't entirely sure whether this meant there was actually an accomplice, but it's more more likely that this was another one of Mr. Cruel's many red herrings. Months no. after the Linus's family moved back to England, Nicola told investigators that she heard a low-flying aircraft while in her abductor's home. Investigators thought that this meant he this meant the suspect lived in the surrounding vicinity of the nearby Telemarine Airport, more than likely in its direct flight path. So all three hmm. victims said that there was low-flying aircraft where they're being held captive. Or is that two? Or No, that's is that three victims now or two that have said that? Maybe two. Two, I think. So, I mean, and he knows but, these locations he's going to. He knows, yeah. like, fucking Santa Claus. He knows when they're fucking sleeping. He knows when they're awake. He knows when their <laughs> parents aren't going to be home for 20 minutes. So, like, he has to be fucking, like stalking these people like camping out their homes and houses and waiting for like the perfect opportunity yeah uh since they the one girl said he had he might have red brownish hair if she said he would have had gray hair and the neck contraption thing i would have easily put this case on jigsaw (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's too bad there's no like clues that like definitely point him out she's like yeah he removed a rib and sucked his own dick like okay we fucking know who that was (laughs) (laughs) fucking Marilyn 
he kept telling jokes about how everyone fucks his pussy. And I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Amy Schumer was kidnapping these kids. <laughs> She's like, yeah, he kept like he kept asking me for like a back massage, then putting my fingers into his butthole. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, can you at least wait till after the goddamn season before you turn him in? <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we need a fucking winning wins, season. Man. Come on, let's get the Super Bowl, then we'll fucking turn him in. <laughs> Okay, I know I know the listeners, they want our take. I'm wearing a fucking Browns hoodie right now. They want to know what we think. I'll tell you after the if it's a winning season, yeah. I'm gonna keep my mouth shut, right. baby. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, I do think that he should be in trouble. And I want him in jail after his fucking contract's over with the Browns. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Throw his ass in jail. How long is his contract? Five years? In about five years. Yeah, yeah, dude. give him five years. Yeah, that's dude, fine. Yeah. I hope he wins the Super Bowl and he does the fucking yeah. MVP speech and it just starts off with just to let you all know they were asking for oh, it. Oh fuck. Oh yeah, my dude. god. And, and you and, know and, what it, I was asking for, and then he points his ass to the camera. He's they, he's like, they were asking for it. And then it's quiet, and it's, this is his way to be funny. He's like, Cleveland, they were asking for a championship, and we all <laughs> oh, cheer. Yeah. We fucking carry him through the streets. And then he makes the cameraman fuck him in the ass. Yeah, dude. He fi- we all finger his butt. If he wins dude, a it. Super Bowl, I'll, I'll finger it. his butt I all he no wants. Dude. Dude, I'll dude. do it right now. So, like, you know when, like, wrestlers come down the aisle and, like, circle the ring and stuff? All the fans hold their hands out and, like, they sometimes they'll just walk by and clap all their hands. What about during the Browns Super Bowl parade? He just pulls his dick out and everyone holds their hands out and all touches dick. <laughs> yeah, dude. You guys will be have to be fighting me off, dude, because I'll be there. <laughs> Nah, these are obviously jokes. It does. He didn't it do does it. Innocent. Suck. It's fucking. Yeah, he didn't do it. Didn't do shit, you know man. that. I mean, fuck it. Cosby's I know, I know we not in say jail stuff anymore. For the listeners to sound PC, but we all know he didn't yeah, do no it. No evidence. Yeah. Neither did. Honestly, dude, you know what's weird? My mom, like, strangely, oh. more than once, for no reason, has defended Bill Cosby oh, to me. Fuck yeah. Oh. Like, what the fuck oh, are you talking yeah. about, mom? Hashtag wild woman. Hashtag wild woman. You're like, strangely enough, my mom re-upped her masseuse license. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, we might have to cut this, but there, <laughs> we have a friend married to a masseuse that does massages uh, for yeah, Cleveland talked, athletes. We, we can one. find yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. We just got to oh. smell her fingers after the massage. Oh, yeah, we <laughs> Well, hopefully she wasn't working on Gamble. That will throw it off. <laughs> he could start it's, over Mario Chalmers. We know that for sure. Yes. So we've talked about Gamble a bunch. But it's like one of the fattest guys in the world that we play basketball with. He really just had like the circumference of the earth. Like oh, this guy yeah. was fucking oh, yeah. huge. Dude. Oh, yeah. You could throw something at him and it would just start fucking orbiting around him. Yeah, dude, if, but if, Pluto, if dude, we find a planet, you. this dude's a planet. <laughs> He's Dude, fucking Gamble's huge. so fucking fat. I bet he doesn't even wipe his ass. That motherfucker is more stained brown than the fucking. <laughs> Dude, why the fuck? Dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. It wasn't about shitting on the streets. It was more like they're. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's worse. That's worse. I got to bleep all that out. Okay, we got to hurry. I got to I gotta take it's a not- dump. Going okay, on here. stop. I gotta cut all this shit out, dude. All right, we gotta hurry up because I gotta take a dump, Tooth. <laughs> okay. Okay, so lastly, we come to our final uh, 
Dude, what if Deshaun Watson, the only reason he had him do that is because, like, he paid for an hour massage and he had to poop real bad, so he kept putting their oh. fingers there to push the poop back up into him. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got my swagger back. Oh, okay, back to this. Yeah. Uh, He's like, hey, could you go ahead and do this? I have to bleep this. But he's like, hey, could you go ahead and push back up there? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Because of the finger thing, he went to the Browns. Because if he didn't do all those sexual assaults, then he could have went to the Saints. (laughs) Yeah, dude. He came to the Browns because all the Cleveland, (laughs) never mind. I'm gonna say they were they were asking for it. I'm just joking, dude. Jesus, dude. Yeah, dude. By the time the massage is over, them ladies' panties will be wetter than Lake Erie. Interviewing Deshaun Watson, he's like, "Yeah, I heard Baker Mayfield came into a shitty situation when he was drafted. Well, so did those masseuses." <laughs> yeah, dude. After the massage, after the massage, they start calling him Da Bomb Watson because he fucking rules. <laughs> I'm just joking. Okay, God, thank God no one listens this far. <laughs> okay, except ourselves. <laughs> so lastly we well as soon as as soon as the listener heard child rapist everyone left except andrew <laughs> yeah yeah dude's like oh shit they how they find all this out about me <laughs> that's not true uh, oh one second my mom's it, gone it it wasn't a ski mask it was andrew's unibrow Hello? <laughs> hang on one second because mom's uh, calling me i'm podcasting but it's okay mama what the fuck no Kevin's you're okay mom <laughs> What about Kevin being the serial killer and he's faking the nope. call? Yeah, I'll get it. <laughs> if he calls her Bozo, we'll know. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, that's Ballad's favorite. Oh, Ballad's nope, favorite. What, you get a massage by Deshaun Watson? What's mom? Yes, he is a f- <laughs> 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 I'll try. Yeah, we'll, we'll get everything we need. Oh, wait, I'm getting a text from Kevin's mom. Hey, I'm calling Kevin right now to oh, distract him. Go steal that fucking baby. Uh, he's doing good. <laughs> yeah, he's doing good. <laughs> oh, no, you're right. I love you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> hey, this is going to sound weird. I was talking to my mom, and it sounded like she was texting somebody. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't hear what you said. I just heard I'm getting a text from Kevin's mom, so I can't wait to hear it when I go edit this. Oh, yeah. Okay. So good. So, uh, so lastly, we come to our final known attack of Mr. Cruel's, April 13th, 1991. Mr. Cruel would break into the home of John and Phyllis Chan. Just, uh, just so happens that on that night, the 13-year-old daughter, Kermaine, uh, she would be babysitting her two younger siblings while her parents were away. Was her was her son Jackie up too? <laughs> Dude, there's in the very first <laughs> Drunken Master movie, <laughs> not Legend of the Drunken Master, but just the Drunken Master. There's a part where um, I don't remember what happens. I just remember like Jackie Chan is like 
he tries to like grab this girl or something and she might slap him or something. I don't remember. But he goes, Me touch her. She was asking for it, you dumb bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude. It's fucking great. That'd be a good jingle. So wait, before excluding the first crime, yes. Has he has he attacked all the girls when they're home alone? Uh, so the first two he ties up the parents. Oh, the first two, I think. Okay. Yeah. But the first one he did at the home. The next two he, he like, took, took them, yeah. and, and then dropped them off. Uh, <laughs> what will he do for the fourth? The fourth uh, is the hardest because no. you've already done the trilogy, and now the audience is like, seriously, number four. Yeah, it yeah. sounds like he's gonna go for a prequel. Yeah, this uh, this is the most fucked up of them all. Uh, lastly, so this is his, uh, his final known attack, it's Mr. Like the Cruel. the Phantom Menace of, <clears throat> of the attack. <laughs> April 13th, 1991. Mr. Cruel, he always knows when to attack. He always waits for the best opportunity. It's scary, like, how much planning goes into this. Oh, for sure. Uh, detectives believe that he would stake out the victims for weeks, possibly even months ahead of time, like, learning their schedules and habits and movements and everything. So it's about 8.40 or so in the evening. Uh, Carmaine and one of her sisters head into the kitchen to make some snacks. And standing there in the kitchen wearing a balaclava and a gray and green tracksuit is Mr. Cruel. He says, quote, I only want your money. And this is what, uh, what Mr. Cruel would tell Carmaine and her two sisters. And, of course, that's a lie. He forces the two youngest to go into Carmaine's closet and wait there. And um, he claimed that he wanted Carmaine alone to show him where the family's money was. And then he pushed the bed in front of the closet to prevent the two sisters from getting out before he was gone. So he kind of blocks them in there. However, Mr. Cruel, he was fast this time. He grabbed Carmaine and immediately left, which was good for him because as soon as he left the room, within two minutes... The two sisters pushed the bed away from the closet and broke out, and they called their fa- or they called their father who was working at their family-owned restaurant. So that's pretty brave of them. Like this yeah. fucking yeah, dude comes out, out with a yeah. hashtag wild women. Hashtag wild women, man. They the oh, dude yeah. with a fucking gun and knife told him to stay in there, and they fucking break out within two minutes. Yeah, for sure. Um, Mr. Cruel, thank God R. Kelly wasn't hiding in that closet though. Oh, yeah. That could have been. Could have been a whole different chapter. Did they find, uh, did they, did they find any rubbers in there? <laughs> oh my God, a rubber! Policeman, probably should have watched this. Smells like R. Kelly's sheets. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Mister Cruel, he uh, once again he made a red herring on his way out. As he was pulling Carmaine out of the house, like he grabs her by the hair and pulls her out. Uh, he took a moment to spray paint the mother's car. He wrote, "Quote payback." Asian drug dealer, oh, the and then he also oh, wrote dude. more to come. <laughs> no way, fuck yeah! Yes, this is dude. just an Asian family that owns a restaurant. Yeah. So of course, police see this and like, well, we got to investigate. Uh, so they look into <laughs> this family's past, digging up everything they can, and they're like, well, turns out they're not drug dealers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, so but just they a- don't got green cards. So so get out of here. So, just another lie, another red herring by Mr. Cruel. One interesting thing here, though, Carmaine was also a student at the Presbyterian Ladies College, mm. just like hmm. just like Nicola, one of the other victims. Yeah. And uh, this part points more towards the careful planning of Mr. Cruel. 
quote, Carmaine Chan's family home, an 18-room house on a large block <laughs> in Templestowe's Golden Mile, 18 was rooms? protected. 18-room house. Isn't that fucking a mansion? Uh, pretty yeah. much. Uh, it was protected by a two-meter-high fence with electric front gates. Mr. Krull would have needed to watch the family closely for some time to know when and how to gain access to the property. Days later, the Chans posted an encrypted letter in the local paper. Using a cipher that Carmaine Chan would have been able to decrypt, they offered a hefty $300,000 ransom in exchange for the safe return of their daughter. Wait a minute. Yes. I think Mr. Cool's on to something. How the fuck does someone own a fucking Asian restaurant but have an 18-room house? It's Australia. They're drug dealers. No, they're not, dude. He was fucking right, dude. Like, what, how many restaurants did they own to even have that kind of house? I don't know. They might own a lot. That's got to be a lot, dude. What evidence do you have, too? Carmaine's abduction triggered one of the largest manhunts in Australian history. It would be known as Operation Spectrum, not to be confused with the United States Operation Spectrum, where you sign up for Spectrum Internet, and then immediately all your information is sold to spam callers. Straight gar- dude, straight garbage. <laughs> uh Operation Spectrum. That's weird because I think when I was born, they said I was on the spectrum. <laughs> yeah, you and Frankie McDonald. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm just joking. Holy shit. Yeah, because Frankie McDonald's at least cool. <laughs> or Mr. Cool. Dude, I li- Dude, what if he was the one who did it? Dude, dude. I'm tying up your daughter. <laughs> you better give okay, me money. Him doing it couldn't make me hate him any- even more. Like, I already okay, hate guys. him. Okay, guys. <laughs> He's like, this is the guy. I'm uh, throwing uh, pizzas in the air. I just took a break from two hours making myself a pizza, and I'm running away from the parents with the daughter. Okay, guys. I'm Frankie McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> like I hate him so oh. much, dude. Yeah, dude. I'm glad you're on my side. I, dude, I wasn't at first, dude. But I, I fucking hate him, dude. I hate him so much. <sighs> I'm gonna take your daughter and I'm gonna put her in a huge trash bag. Oh god. Okay, I'm gonna look at Frankie McDonald real quick oh, to god. see what his last tweet oh, was. Yeah. Hopefully it's a fucking obituary. <laughs> oh dude. God <laughs> damn it, dude. <laughs> Okay, I'm trying to find the last tweet by him. Aw. By the way, just to make Kevin happy, like, I was staunchly on fucking Frankie McDonald's side. Yeah. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, dude. Here's, it took a while to come around, but I did it. Pretty bad snowstorm in Winnipeg, Manitoba right now. I was absolutely right on my forecast. Pretty bad snowstorm in North Dakota. I got my forecast right as well. Yeah, I'm on his side oh, he's again. A terrible oh, weatherman. God. <laughs> god damn it, dude. Uh, Who wrote that for him? There's no way he fucking <laughs> spelled that shit right. Uh, let me find. I'm gonna real quick. I I'll, was right again. I'll find one to get. Wow, Frankie, you fucking watch the weatherman on TV and said it's gonna snow. Also, you're a fucking savant genius. Ah, uh, he is, man. I'm on Team Frankie still. You know what? I need to, if he explains how he knows the weather, like if it's, he doesn't like look at anyone else's info, like he looks at the sky and's like, yeah, it's going to rain next week. And he's right. Then I'm 100% on his side. In fact, I'll Deshaun Watson him. Oh, fuck yeah. 
Happy birthday, Rob, Robert Downey Jr., and have a great birthday from Frankie McDonald. Oh, I saw that one. God damn it, dude. That, I hate him so. I fucking hate him, dude. I hate Happy him. Happy birthday, Robert Downey Jr., and have a great birthday from Frankie McDonald. Oh, God. If I can like change oh, history shit. where like the planes from 9-11 like just hit him. Like I would fucking do it, oh dude. God, I hate it. There's gonna be a huge explosion. <laughs> I like to hear my dad's son riding on an asteroid. It's coming up. Yeah, okay, the asteroid thing, the asteroid thing. Yeah, you the know asteroid what? Thing. I'm looking up if he's on cameo. <laughs> okay. Um, um, this is for Kevin Green. Oh my god, dude, I would pay money for him to say something to Kev, though. <laughs> so I'll, I challenge you to a fight. Uh, this is uh, Frankie McDowell. I just beat Kevin Green one on one in basketball <laughs> 10 to 4. Oh my god, dude. I would pay at least a thousand dollars for that. Dude, if we played one on one basketball and he beat me and he wore like a Yao Ming jersey, I would fucking kill myself, yeah. dude. Dude, I might I just kill myself too. <laughs> I rejected your shot so hard, I'm Frankie McDonald. Yeah. Cause, <laughs> Damn it, dude. Because you beat me in basketball, so if he beats you, then I have to kill myself as well. Uh, so, uh, okay, let's get through this. Operation Spectrum, quote, was a multi million dollar undertaking that devoured tens of thousands of police man hours alongside the many thousands more volunteer hours. Unfortunately, this attack does differ from the others. Carmaine, she wasn't returned to the family like the victims previously. April 9th, 1992, nearly a year after Carmaine had been, ab- had been abducted, a man is walking his dog in the close-by area of Thomastown, and that is where he happened upon a fully decomposed skeleton. Yeah. This skeleton would then be revealed to be that of Carmaine Chan. Quote, an autopsy revealed that Carmaine had been shot three times in the head, execution style, probably not long after her abduction. Wow. Damn. Theories have swirled as to why Mr. Cruel murdered Carmaine when he released all the other victims. Carmaine's mother theorizes that because her daughter was stubborn and would have fought against the attacker, she likely learned too much about him for him to let her go. So that's uh, incredibly sad and super fucked up. Uh, rest in peace, Carmaine. Um, Operation Spectrum would continue on for the next few years, hoping to learn the identity of Mr. Krull and catch him before any other crimes. The task force was made up of 40 members and investigated over 27,000 potential suspects. They collected over tens of thousands of tips from the public, and they even searched over 30,000 houses in hopes of finding some clues or evidence. Unfortunately, much like that dude said in Spaceballs, man, we ain't found found shit. shit. We ain't found shit. We ain't found shit. Fuck yeah. (laughs) After, uh, after. (laughs) No way. I didn't know you had that. Hell yeah. So after Operation Spectrum, they did a new operation. It's Operation Ketchum. And it was, uh, it was only one person was involved in it, and it was Bruce Jenner. (laughs) And he knew there was only one way to catch him. So in 2007, Bruce Jenner did what only one person could have to do. <laughs> oh, he likes women, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's how he wants it, huh? <laughs> that's the only reason why, dude. 
everyone uh. always said I had a youngish figure, so now I need to change it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Spectrum was eventually shelled for good in 1994. Quote, and it went... And with it went any potential leads on the Mr. Cruel case. As of this writing, Mr. Cruel remains one of Australia's most wanted criminals. So keep in mind, Mr. Cruel may have been responsible for way more than just these attacks. Some sources say possibly even 12 attacks could have been by Mr. Cruel. And I know this isn't funny, but here's an opening bit from the Herald Sun Australian newspaper article. That it's it's not funny, especially after all this, but I just kind of like how it's worded. Quote, <laughs> detectives believe he would have committed minor offenses for years before graduating to abduction, rape, and finally murder. Those offenses almost certainly included stealing underwear from washing lines to masturbate <laughs> over and sitting outside houses <laughs> peering through windows. Fuck yeah, <laughs> but I just like because it says those offenses almost certainly included stealing underwear from washing lines to masturbate over. So, like why is dude, so almost certain. why would you <laughs> there's like there's no chance he didn't do that. So we, he, he we stole panties say, from a washing line and jerked off on We him. can say that maybe <laughs> Mr. Krabs didn't miss the panty raid. <laughs> uh, dude uh this has nothing to do with that but i can't stop thinking of that the tim robinson sketch where he's in the courtroom and they're talking about it like embezzling oh, money yeah. and they keep talking about his hat and he's like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they make fun of him for having dice in his pocket and like yeah. he tries to like leave him by the guy and the guy keeps scooting his, scooting him over with his foot and he's like leave him the fuck there or something like that <laughs> yeah. god it's so fucking funny dude have you seen Dave's hat? It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh my god, he's still fucking wearing it. And like they keep saying that in between. Like we got, we have to sell now. Yeah, the, he's still wearing that fucking hat. And I can see he still has he has dice in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's everything we have on the Mister Cruel case. I do apologize for this episode. We were all over the fucking place. Oh, hey, Kevin, yeah, dude. So I saw from, I think it was a Reddit post, someone had the six Jokers cards painted on six dice, six-sided die. Yes, I saw those also. (laughs) Did you go look up how much they were? No. Guess how how much would you pay for those dice? Nothing. (laughs) They were $70. What? Actually, I'm pulling them out of my pocket, guys. I got them right here. (laughs) (laughs) That's fucking good, Tim. You roll them and they all land on the Joker's cards and Andrew shows up. (laughs) (laughs) That's how you summon him. Uh, It'd be better if they were D&D dice. All right, should I do some closing? Yeah, let's shut her down. Uh, Was there anything you guys wanted to say about the case? Oh, my fucking God. You know, it's really fucked up, but compared to some of the cases we've covered, I think he didn't, he killed, he killed the last girl. That fucking sucks. What we know, I'm not sure if he did. Like I think maybe the last girl might have been a copycat, and and I think it might be a different guy. And the last, I always one? wonder about like copycat murderers, about like how much like um something a crime becomes popular, and there's also some other fucked up yeah. dude who's like uncreative like, I, or I, I don't know if the, the word's creative, the but like guy, he just copies the last it. Guy killed the girl. I think like he might have just been a copycat, but he actually killed her. I'm not sure if it was the same guy. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. honestly. Maybe. Like in the 70s, there was like so many popular serial killers There's going so on many. all at the yeah. same time. Yeah. So, 
Like the Night Stalker was fucking going on. Like there's Bundy a lot of shit going around. on, yeah. like in one area. Yeah, yeah. yeah Andrew yeah, said so he's possibly. gonna be a copycat in uh, September. Oh yeah! <laughs> oh god! <laughs> Hell yeah! All right, he shut her down, Spence. <laughs> oh well, thank. Andrew's like, uh, wake me up <laughs> when September begins. Well, when September 10th is over. Oh, fuck yeah. It's fair next day. Oh. And on that note, thank you all for listening to the Brothers Commonplace. Check us out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, write to us on email, brotherscommonplace at gmail.com. And uh, definitely subscribe to the podcast and send us that feedback. Uh, or else... I'd kill my son. <laughs> <laughs> I did not expect I forgot about that. I'd kill my son. That's just so good. Fuck, what does he say? Well, what, what was the choices? I forget. I, they didn't make any Fucking sense. Fucking Stephen Baldwin, right? They, yeah. Was, oh, yeah. They made no sense. <laughs> yeah, he's like if it, if uh, fucking terrorist comes at you at gunpoint, I'm the terrorist. Like it, it, yeah, but it makes no sense. He's the guy's like I do, I I fight back. He's like you can't, you can't fight back. I'd never, I'd never give up. You can't. Yeah. <laughs> he's like the, uh, trick question. I'm the terrorist. Yeah. Like yeah. what the yeah. fuck does that mean? <laughs> okay, fine. You're Stephen Baldwin. I'll beat the shit out I'd of you. I kill my son. A... Like like why would you? <laughs> <laughs> the worst part of it is that after all that cool shit happens, he goes, I'd kill my son. And he's like, just as God did with his only son, Jesus. Like, Come on, dude. You had to make dude, it dumb. In- it was awesome. Oh, yeah. I still got to buy that. All right. He so was in Biodome, like <laughs> a night with a thief So now on the cross. So now uh, out of uh, out of the two Baldwins, which one's the better Baldwin? <laughs> Oh, uh, fuck, dude. Anybody that's not in Well, one killed somebody, and the other one only killed the good mood. So. <laughs> dude, and did, they somehow both killed their careers. <laughs> dude, did you see Amy Schumer's dumb joke oh, that isn't... It's like, it's it's not funny because it makes no sense. She said, like, she she had this amazing joke, okay? She's like, she, she said she had this amazing fucking joke about Alec Baldwin. She's like, yeah, but they told me that I couldn't say it. And it was like, oh, what's the stupid? Let me try oh, to God, find dude, it. It's I, fucking dumb. I can't wait to laugh at this. Yeah. Th- it, this is what she says. Don't Look Up is the name of a movie. More like, now before I tell the joke, Alec Baldwin's <laughs> not in this movie. Yeah, no, it's, it's Leo, Leo so DiCaprio she, and what? The... Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill and what girls in it? It's um I don't know. Anyway, keep going, Kev. But this is her joke. Don't look up is the name of a movie. More like don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. (sighs) How's that a joke? Uh, He's not in that movie. Like it doesn't. There's no. It doesn't it wasn't make, even a hey, shotgun. Amy Schumer, yeah. don't look up and find me laughing because it's not going to happen. <laughs> she said, I wasn't allowed to say any of that at the Oscars, but you can just come up and slap someone. And I guess she just keeps <laughs> going on about how traumatized she is after seeing that, after seeing that slap. slap, like just making it oh all about God. her. Yeah. Yeah, because now we're now it's okay to attack comedians, yeah. and she knows she's fucked. Yeah, dude, that wait, slap wait. was so hard it fucking made her fat belly ripple. Did, did, did you say uh, <laughs> like the water in Jurassic Park? Did you say he was he was he was allowed to attack comedians? She's fine then. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, so her and Carrot Top have nothing to She's worry safe. about. Yeah. You didn't say he was allowed to attack animals at SeaWorld, right? <laughs> uh, dude, Amy Schumer's cool, dude. Yeah. He's great. She's funny. <laughs> I want a little I game still feel boy. mad that I cream pied her, but whatever. Yeah, dude. I don't know why. I didn't mean to hit that button. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was. I want a little gay boy. <laughs> uh, Miss, Mr. Kroll hey, broke into the, the house and saw the four daughters and then quietly left and on the way out and said, oops. I want a little gay boy. <laughs> Fucking laugh. Well, no, he broke into Amy Schumer's house when she was nine and he said that. Did <laughs> he be fine? So. Uh, so, uh, thank you everyone for listening and subscribing all that fun stuff. You can leave us a five-star rating on Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Apple podcast, what the fuck it's called, all that good shit. And, uh, yeah, that's it for me. Toof's rubbing his belly like, uh, I got poop, what's dude. that fucking one wrestler, dude? Freight train. Oh yeah. You're going to get in my belly. <laughs> yeah, dude. Eugene. I, we're not so different. You and I <laughs> I feel like we'd be a better fit for Gab. What's what's oh Gab? God. Gab, that Reddit alternative. Yeah, I'll say it's like kind of like pretty much a really close to a Reddit voting system kind of system. Oh. Kevin and I only know one uh. Gab. Hey, Kev. Yeah, oh, for, hey, Gabs. Yeah, for Gabs. <laughs> hey, for Gabs. Yeah, dude. For Gabby. Ah, Primo, you got anything you want to say, brother? I got nothing. All righty. Hey, uh, he's been holding that in since oh, our dude. fucking, since. Been years. <laughs> since the hiatus began. Uh, two. If you got any words of wisdom, dude, should I play the jingle? Play it. If he's got one, yeah, go ahead. All right, I got some. Friend, it sounds like you could use some words of wisdom. So, uh, we all know our our boy Andrew. Happy birthday, Andrew. Right. Um, he, uh, he totally listens. <laughs> he uh, does he? Oh yeah! <laughs> How do I even do? Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, he just messaged so, me that he's already listened to the episode we posted yesterday. Oh fuck yeah! We, we about oh hell yeah! Did it? Oh, that was a God. funny episode, yeah, dude. It. it was so I good. So our boy Andrew, we know he loves his Fago and he loves his. Candy. Oh yeah, he does. You know, he's just a sugar fiend boy. Well, anyway, we found out that Andrew became a vigilante after watching Batman oh, Begins. Nice. Cool. Yep. So Andrew, he goes and he saves people's lives and <laughs> you know, when he does that, there's a crime scene. Uh-huh. And uh they're starting to like they're starting to figure out who it is, you know, cuz Andrew, he's kind of sloppy like he's they think he's the killers instead of the vigilante. Because, like, Andrew just fucks up all the evidence, and he just leaves all his evidence everywhere there. <laughs> God, this story is so fucking stupid. I'm just getting to the end of it. Whatever. Uh, he fucking saves Kevin's life, oh. man, but dies in the process. Uh. And, like, as he's, like, dying, like, Kevin, like, looks at all the evidence around the room, and uh, he looks at Andrew's hand, and he sees, like, all the Fago... Uh, was it like sugar stains and Andrew likes uh pixie sticks so like all that dust is all over his hand and like Kevin like figures out that Andrew's been the vigilante this whole time <laughs> what cuz Kevin's a detective I don't fucking know man 
And as Andrew's dying after he saves Kevin's life because Kevin found out because he saw his handprints on the wall, he kisses Andrew on the forehead and says, Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> Dude, it was so hard to follow you because the entire time you told that, story. you're just fingering your fucking toes, too. That's all I could focus on was you fingering your toes. Because I'm trying to focus on this story that I just made up 10 minutes ago. Dude, know what I was just thinking for some reason? You know what would have made the Green Mile, like, sadder because it's a sad movie it's a great movie and it's a sad movie but it's hard to care for a guy whose last name's coffee (laughs) you know like fucking give him a different name dude i don't care if you're gonna murder a guy named coffee that's funny (laughs) as fuck change his name dude (laughs) can i can i redo my words of wisdom please do yeah sure hey hold on i'm gonna leave that in though wait oh yeah cat words of wisdom fuck yeah i love it uh, Andrew is a fucking fat fucking slob who just <laughs> eats a bunch of pixie sticks and puts it all over his hands and smashes his fucking fat nubby hands on the wall and leaves fingerprints. And, uh, Kevin found him one day and stabbed him cause he, I don't know, left fingerprints in Kevin's room. It's even stupider than the first one. No. I can't even finish it. Whatever. Kevin kisses him the head and says, you can't put your hands on my wall and leave candy stains. Good night, sweet prince. <laughs> dude, that was fucking great, dude. I love that. God damn. That was wonderful, too. Hey, has yeah. anyone checked in on the Cavs? Uh, no. Cavs are playing for that final playoff spot. Let's see what the score is. 23 to 14. We're up, baby. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. Cavs, baby. Hopefully, uh, Trey uh, Young doesn't uh, do uh. his Trey Young stuff. Jared Allen has zero rebounds and zero points in five minutes. He has an assist. How do you not have a rebound, dude? Uh, Yeah, he doesn't. Dude, fucking our fucking white small forward has 11 points. Mark Hagen, baby. who? I forgot who's back. Oh. Yeah, I can never pronounce his name. Marklin. Yeah. I thought it was Mark A. Lori. Lori. But alrighty, thank you everyone for listening. Be good. Stay safe. Laugh at the dark stuff. Hashtag Wild Australia. Oh yeah. And real quick, uh, shout out to uh, the Bash Brothers, our boys oh, yeah. in Last Bandoleros. They got they played our outro for us. So listen to them. Follow them. On uh, social media, give him a follow. Tell him that we sent you. Same for Whiskey Meyer. Shout out to our fucking wild boy, fucking Tony. And sure. uh, follow them. Well, give them a listen and uh, tell them we sent you. Sure. Right. What's that, Toof? I'm looking up the Los Bandoleros on hey, tour. Was, what was that day in, in, you talking about in Cleveland? May 22nd. Uh, May 22nd. I, I'll definitely take off for that shit, dude. Ah. <sighs> All right, hashtag, um, thank you, Mark. Hashtag uh, boy pussy. Oh, yeah, that's a good one, dude. Our boy pussies. <laughs> All righty. I'm shutting it down, boys. Love you guys. Love you too, Kev Dog. Good night.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.